Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. We are ready to go for another week of Growing in Grace, our podcast heard worldwide. And we thank you for not only finding us, but sharing it with a friend. Somehow, I... You find even if, even if I could thank you for finding us, would that, <laughs> I was just would that make that. any sense? I mean, <laughs> thank you. That's, that's yes. what a lot of people do with God. You know, they, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's like, <laughs> well, thank you for stumbling upon our podcast. We we thank you that you accidentally found us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we thank God for a lot of things that aren't too far from that. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you again for tuning in. Growing in Grace dot org. That's the place to find it. All the past podcasts are there. Well over uh, 400 of them. We've been doing this for quite some time, eight and a half years or so, and uh, I just love doing this. That just hasn't changed in me. Cap, I, you know, you and I, we we get along well, and we do this program. As we do this program, we balance off of each other really well, and uh, I think it works really well. And I just, I know that we both love talking about the stuff that we talk about, and so I don't think that any listener would ever detect in us us being bored with this or anything like that. In fact, we did get a comment recently that someone noted the t- you know the tone in our voice. Just they really liked the relaxed tone in our in the way we sound. And um, I think it's it just goes to show that this what we're talking about really is in our hearts, and it's uh, it's really what we like to share. And we'll keep on doing it as long as uh, as long as the Lord allows. Yeah, it's a part of who we are, and it's a part of who you are too in Christ. It's just that. Over the years, we're beginning to realize it more, and that person probably doesn't know it, Joel, but what they said about hearing the sound of rest in our voices, that was a real encouragement to me. It mm-hmm. bore witness with me. It was a confirmation of some of the growth I've experienced and you've experienced in Christ through this walk of grace that we've been talking about all these years. So I, I appreciated somebody uh, depositing that into our, our email. Yeah, me too, because, I mean, we... If just I just think about the what ifs. You can't really go with what ifs a whole lot, but I always think, what if I hadn't understood, you know, come to this understanding of grace that I have, and if I had continued down the path of, of legalism and performance and all that, I know that I wouldn't sound like what I sound like. I know that there would be probably more urgency in my voice or or sadness in my voice, or I really don't know. Uh, like I said, you can't really go down the what ifs road a whole lot, but. I do know that I am thankful for the rest of the peace that I have. And indeed, as you said, that uh, what the person said was, was a confirmation to me, too. So it's good when uh, we're encouraged like that, when we, as the body of Christ, encourage each other in uh, who God has made us to be. Really good stuff. We've been talking about the nature of grace the past couple of weeks. If you missed them, uh, again, feel free to go back to growingandgrace.org. And you'll, you'll find our newest podcasts with the highest program number at the top. So you can go back a couple of programs and get caught up if you want to. But something you were saying toward the end of the program um, last week, Joel, was that grace, you know, it's a sovereign thing. And it reaches out to us unconditionally because it just does it on its own. It's, it's God freely reaching out because he wants to. And often... The people who 
how, how can I phrase this? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it seems like those who don't deserve grace as much as some people are the ones who actually receive the most. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you, you probably didn't word it quite like that. So maybe you can help correct me here because I can see I'm struggling. Even <laughs> I can see I'm struggling. Um, <laughs> But, you know, there's, there's people I think are the lost son, you know, sometimes referred to as the prodigal son. Uh, when he came back, you know, the, we, we know the story of what the father did when he ran out to meet him and, uh, you know, the party that was thrown and, and everything else. But it just seems like sometimes those who may not need quite as much grace, I'm talking in human terms here now, but they've they just been steady Eddie, you know, staying at the plow doing whatever labor comes their way that they're asked to do. And then you got this guy over here who's just been doing nothing, lounging around, doing his own thing. And he seems to get more than you do when it comes to the the element of grace. Yeah, I, I think you really redeemed yourself there, Cap, very well. <laughs> no, no, I'm redeeming said, myself. Great. <laughs> I might as well go back to church and be a pastor. But and rededicate yourself next week. But for now, you, you're redeemed again. Yeah. All of through your own performance, but I think you're right. I, it's it's really the we look at in in human terms, like you're saying. Sometimes we feel that another person, one person, really doesn't deserve a whole lot of grace, or another person feels like they do deserve a whole lot of grace. But God doesn't look at us like that. But He just He gives grace because He gives grace. The person who would seem like they shouldn't deserve a whole lot of grace, you'll find that they are the ones that have. Indeed, a whole lot of grace, and so that's that's just the nature of God. That's just what He does. It's it's not dependent upon what we think. It's not dependent upon our human measurement of who deserves what, because grace has nothing to do with what a person deserves. And that's the thing. I think mm-hmm. you know if it if it had to do with what a person deserves, then yeah, we could look at it in human terms and say that person there has been spoiled, has been rotten, has been doing bad things, doesn't deserve a whole lot of grace. This person over here has been performing well, sure, let's give that person grace. But again, that's that's just not God at all. That's not his grace. Well, and so that brings us to this place. You've been accepted by God in Christ. I mean, that's it. He has accepted us in the Beloved. To me, much of my Christian life growing up in the evangelical world, it was all about us accepting Christ. I had never heard for many years anybody tell me that God accepted me. So that was a game changer for me. But we've been accepted in Christ. That's what grace does. And like you were saying, Joel, whether it seems as if somebody is deserving or not, something else we've talked about on this program in the past is that you know we talk a lot about freedom and that we've been released from bondage. And I think a lot of times in the the religious world, at least for much of my life, I sort of felt like, okay, I know I'm free, I know I'm saved, I know I'm forgiven, at least up to a point. And yet, I always felt like I was on probation, you know? (laughs) And if I misbehaved or, you know, didn't report to my parole officer on time, (laughs) I suddenly felt like, you know, I felt condemned again. You ever had that? Yeah, I mean, that probation period, you kind of, I don't know, a person might feel like there there's this trial period that God's placed them in, you know, you know a waiting period. God's just kind of waiting to see 
how the person's going to perform. And if after a certain amount of time the person hasn't performed right, well, you know, there's a, a backing off from God or something like that. Or some people might think that God's just waiting. And, and I think some people do live like this, like they're on probation, like God's just waiting to see when they're going to fall. God's just waiting to see when they're going to stumble, and then he withdraws his grace or, or whatever. But that's just not the, the nature of grace either. There is no probation period. When you're in grace, you're in grace. Uh, and that's just because, as we've been talking about this program and last program, and I think the program before, that that's the nature of grace. God's very nature the reason that he gives us grace isn't because he's waiting to see what we'll do, but because he already has done it. And that's that's really what we walk in. We walk in what God has already done, uh, not some waiting period to see what we're going to do. Yeah, and you know, you can get off into all these kinds of different things that I had been around before. You know, well, you need an accountability partner, you need a, a covering with the, the local church and all of that. Not that we're against church. And sometimes it's good to talk to somebody. Don't misunderstand me, but uh, this legalistic approach to needing an accountability partner so that, you know, whenever you're doing everything wrong, you can tell somebody about it. The problem is the accountability person that you're talking to may be a very gifted person. For example, they may have the gift of gossip. (laughs) And that turns out to be a beautiful thing. (laughs) Yeah, really. So... You know, sometimes we can get hung up on a lot of the, on a lot of this religious stuff. The, the, but the fact is that, yeah, sometimes grace is bestowed upon those who don't seem like they are worthy of it. Well, who is worthy of it? Right. And and you know, exactly. sometimes those who have done the worst need it the most, and that's just just the way grace acts and it reaches out to everyone, or uh, whatever the need may be. Um, and we've been accepted in Christ, and we are not on probation. We have a life now in Christ, and that, that's why we've been accepted, by the way. It's, it's the life of Christ in us that makes us acceptable to God. But when it comes to your past, because we, we, we often associate grace and wrongdoing, which I don't necessarily like, but it, mm-hmm. it's just the way the mind works. Your past life does not exist before God anymore, because why? We died at the cross. God placed us in the body of Christ. I believe it's in Romans 7. And, and there we, we died. And Christ became our life, Galatians 2.20. Yeah, um, that's the thing. It's, it's a brand new life. I like what you were saying there because I had done a Facebook post not too long ago just talking about how grace has to do with so much more than dealing with sin it has it has to do with so much other stuff than it has than it has to do with sin, but anyway, that's maybe we can do something on that sometime. That it's grace is far more than just dealing with sin. But like you're saying here, we died with Christ on the cross, and so the person that we were before that is no longer exists. That person in Adam no longer exists. Christ Himself is our very life, and so I like what you're saying there, uh, that we no longer have the past that we had. We have, actually, we have a new past. We have a new life. And so our past is the past of Christ, and our future is also Christ's future. Because, again, as the Bible says, Christ himself is our life. And so God's not looking at us based on our past sins or our past life or our future sins or anything like that. He's looking at us as who we are now, and that is we are in 
Christ Jesus, and Christ Jesus is in us. We died, again, we died on the cross with Christ. We were raised up to a brand new life that has nothing to do with our uh, sins or behavior. And that's the way we want it to be. I mean, that, that's what we makes this be, such right? good news, right? I mean, this is, this, the gospel means good news. And if it were up to us, uh, you know, if, if somehow grace could be withdrawn, then we'd be in big trouble, wouldn't we? Yeah, we, and uh, maybe we'll move on to that. Uh, you know, next week here on Growing in Grace, of course, it will be uh, the beginning of... Uh, what might be known as Christmas week, because Christmas will be that week. And so we're going to talk just a little bit next week about Jesus Christ becoming a man, being born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those who were under the law. Basically, Jesus coming as a man. We'll talk a little bit about that next week, and then we'll, I think we're going to skip a week uh, before the new year. When we come back then, maybe we'll get into uh, some more of uh, the nature of grace and our place under grace and what you were saying there, Cap, about if you know, about grace being withdrawn. Uh, God does not withdraw His grace from us, even when we're not as devoted as we should be, even when our performance isn't what it should be. Uh, God's grace is not withdrawn. So, some great things coming up in the coming weeks here on Growing in Grace. So stay with us, Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.